Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you, folks. What a day. I think this is the first time in a year that I've had two guests with us at the same time, and I'm pretty excited about that. I have two of our Wounded Spirits brothers on the line with us right now. We told you Stephanie's a little bit under the weather right now. Uh, Continue to pray for Stephanie and those types of things. If you were with us yesterday, you you know that we started looking at words and different things like that, and uh, and starting yesterday, we talked about who suffers from PTSD, and we talked about guilt and how all we got to do is repent of things in our life, give it to God, and he can take everything away from us. Once we accept Christ, that's step one in healing. And even if you didn't sin, but you got the Holy Spirit of God in you and someone sinned and hurt you with PTSD, well, we still got to pray to God and give him that hurt. But uh, I just want to recognize the brothers who are with us. So we have Kevin Robb. Now, Kevin was with me just as you remember, I think about a month and a half, two months ago. Uh, No, it was May. Man, the time just flies. So two and a half months ago, uh, brother Kevin, how you doing today? I'm doing real well, Doug. Really appreciate the opportunity to talk. Wow, that's a blessing. Thank you, Kevin. And then with us as he was yesterday and and a few months back is our dear friend Zach. So a couple of my dear friends on here with us. You guys remember Zach from the time he was with us. You remember Kevin from the time he was with us. These are two gentlemen of high. I hold in very high esteem and uh, of high report to me. These are dear friends. These are these are people that uh, make sure you look them up on Facebook. Kevin Rob R A U B Zach Knight K N I G H T. A couple of good missionaries. Uh, uh, Kevin's a long term missionary over a few decades and then some. And uh, and then Zach's been a missionary with us about a year. So I just ask that you hold them in prayer. And so today, here's what we're going to talk about. So yesterday we mentioned to you that. of all children that were abused as children suffer from PTSD, a terrible fate. And we continue on with who suffers, why are we on the radio listening to Doug and Stephanie, or in this case, uh, Doug, Kevin, and Zach. And the reason is, there's a lot of people out there and battered women, battered women represent about 45% of battered women battered sometime in their life suffer from PTSD. And so we have God's all sufficient word with us, brother Kevin. God's word is sufficient for all of our problems. God's word is sufficient to help and to heal and to save. And, and, uh, and, and so I'm sure in your life in all these decades, you've been out there in the ministry, pastor and planting churches, all those things you did, you've certainly uh, run into your share of battered ladies out there we sure have you get um, some of the saddest stories of helplessness and hopelessness from people that have been you know placed in a yeah. position where they're the they're the weaker vessel and then there's someone that's not only supposed to be protecting them but they're doing the opposite right 
Right. And boy, that's that's a good point, brother Kevin. And and Zach, I mean, I I know just in your year with wounded spirits and being able to go to a camp or two, certainly you've seen the battered women and and I mean, just talking how Kevin says they're the ones that really hurt and, you know, how they come to you and they're going through stuff. What's your your feeling in that area? Kind of feeling that same way? Yeah. It's hard because I've I've seen it um, not only in my life, but as a bus captain at a sending church. Um, But in most cases, they're afraid to say something. And because if they do say something, they could get beat even more or, and then sometimes I think it's generational because if, if someone grew up in a, in a home that the dad abused the mom mm. and then they think, Oh, that's what love is. Yeah. And then they'll look for that. And then that's not what love is. That's exactly love's not hurting, yeah. hurting people. It's loving people. And, and what kind yeah, of love is like that? that? Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and and just, I'm going to go back to Kevin and, and give him a, a little more chance too. Zach, you're absolutely right. And you, in my mind, you brought that verse from Matthew 1130. Come on to me, all you that are la- labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take your yoke upon me and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest under your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And we talked yesterday how us as counselors and, and any of us that work with people or that are in the ministry or a pastor's wife or a pastor or a missionary or somebody that just goes out and opens up the Bible with somebody, we are what they call mandated reporters, Brother Kevin. And we have an absolute requirement, uh, as we read yesterday in Romans 13, an absolute requirement to make sure people won't be hurt again, haven't been hurt before, no other people get hurt, and to do the right thing. So, uh, Kevin, I know we, and just to let you folks know something, we brought Kevin in. Kevin was actually eating lunch, and I wrote him a message that said, hey, dude, you got a minute? So, uh, Kevin is uh, j- just coming on to this, but but Kevin, going with this thought, this mandated reporter, and going on to God, so we know that God's got our backs, but we also yeah. have a responsibility here on earth, and uh, tell us about that how do you feel about that well that's right well you know i'm, I'm thinking about uh mandated reporter and and that we have people's backs we we actually have some experience personally with uh putting a family member in a shelter to protect them from an abusive husband and this was years ago but um when we did that you know the just to just to see the fear of someone who who feels like no one's got their back mm. and and suddenly they're vulnerable and um well i, I remember at one point as we were t- uh before we got her to the shelter we were taking this girl to she's she was married and in, in, in an abusive situation where the mm. husband just kind of went berserk um uh, at one point we saw um an airplane circling us at low altitude. And that sounds like conspiracy theory stuff, but uh, no, this, this individual had someone, uh, a brother who, who was a pilot. And I don't know exactly who was in that airplane, but where we were uh, hiding, hiding this individual, they had tracked us down by use of an airplane and were circling at low level. 
Um, and this wasn't like practice flights. We weren't near a little grass strip anywhere. We were in the middle of nowhere. And I asked the pastor that I was with where we were hiding this girl in the basement. Uh, I said, what's, what's this airplane? And he said, I have no idea. I've never seen that in my life. So we actually had to bug out from there because we didn't know if someone was going to be coming in with guns or what. But that person, that that girl really needed an advocate. She had to have someone who who was on her side. And so, you know, we by the use of pastoring or pastors, getting her with some churches and then into a shelter eventually where there was someone that that you know, was, was watching out for, but, but yeah, we had to do the mandated reporter thing and, and make sure that, that, that she was safe and authorities knew about it. And that really helped her when she felt like she was in a system yeah, and in a loop of people looking out for world of difference. She wow. needed that. And, 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 you know, folks, let me, let me just caveat what my dear brother said by saying this, the, these planes flying overhead, people driving by your house, uh, they seem like conspiracy, you know, theories, but I'm here to tell you that I have witnessed them. And now our brother Kevin has witnessed those as well. It's, you know, we need to make sure people are safe and this is even more powerful or, or more reason why we need to believe Romans 13, and we need to trust the legal system of the United States of America and turn folks in. And it, you know, this isn't about, you know, I I'm trying to get someone back. This is about, I'm trying to save lives. I'm trying to save people from being hurt. And, uh, folks, you know, maybe, maybe we should read Genesis 50, 20 in our, our, you know, in our Bibles about how Joseph said, you guys meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. But Joseph was, I mean, let me tell you something, folks, we need to live the kind of life that brings honor and glory to God. And we're not going to do that. Understand, we're not going to do that by disobeying the laws of this land. That's just the reality of it. And uh, I thank you for that, Brother Kevin. I, uh, so, folks, as you know, we just finished up Chapter 22 of the Book of Proverbs. And I'm thankful for these gentlemen who are with us today. And uh, as we were looking at Chapter 22 and we wrapped up, we talked about ancient landmarks. We, uh, we talked about being a man of diligence, just working hard, doing the right thing, and, and just struggling, putting everything out there. And people like that get to stand in front of kings and men and women of high report and, and make a difference and and. and God uses people who throw themselves all in. I'm all in. Uh, I'm not doing something that's clever. I'm not, I'm not hiding things from people. I'm all in, man. I am just going to be a worker because I can tell you as a person who uh, commanded, basically uh, managed, led hundreds of people in the United States Army, I'm here to tell you that leaders and men of high report know what's going on. And uh, you don't get to stand in front of those good ones when you're messed up. And, uh, you know, it's about truth. It's about honesty. It's about hard work. And, 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 and then we get to this place where we, you know, chapter 23, I always start off the chapters by telling you what they're about. So in the book of Proverbs in the 23rd proverb, uh, we get to this place where words of the wise, we're going to learn more, but we're going to, we're still dealing with a ruler there, right? With that first verse in 23. But before we go to that, we're going to go ahead and let our stations identify themselves and, and do what kind of business they have to do and we'll be right back with you so hang with us here we go Hey, folks, thanks for hanging with us. And here we are. We're in the book of Proverbs 23. And 
Looking at that first uh, verse, it says, when thou sittest to eat with a ruler, consider diligently. We see that word again. We saw, uh, you know, being diligent in the verse above this, and then we see diligently what is before thee. And uh, I kind of like that. You know, you're sitting down with a ruler. The idea is you've got this wonderful invitation with powerful people. Probably, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking about a table full of delicious food. And, and in my mind, delicious food includes meatballs and spaghetti and steak and more steak and and, uh, uh, and, and, you know, and, and then I'm reminded that in God's word, it almost means to me that we can't be overwhelmed or seduced by an atmosphere, or, you know, a power or luxury. Uh, we, we don't want to be mm. given the appetite. We don't want to, uh, you know, eat more food than everybody else at the table, uh, because that food, you know, it can be deceptive, man. We can, you know, people can throw all kinds of things at people, uh, you know, to, to, at some level to try and, 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 and make them slide them over on their way or, or something like that. And, uh, uh, so Zach coming your way, uh, with this verse, uh, what are you thinking there as you go ahead and you read Proverbs 23, uh, verse number one. Yeah, I was kind of thinking along the same lines as you, uh, you don't want to overeat, uh, or be like you said, seduced and, Stuff. I haven't eaten with rulers um, or like I know you've probably had dinner with generals and stuff like that but some of the people I've had dinner or supper with would be like the the village elders in Afghanistan yeah that's and, a big, big and, deal yeah and like the the custom is over there like you try some of everything but you don't eat everything because you don't want to disrespect them and they didn't give you enough for or stuff like that yeah and uh but yeah i mean i know i know i like food and you like food and we can get in that comfortable spot where we're not like we don't know or we're not paying attention to, to what's going on we're just yeah yeah like, no, that's looking at all this food and yeah that's true that's true and what an example you gave there zach thank you for that is uh you know it, when people offer us something we see that on the battlefield we see it on the mission field uh, we don't want to eat everything we don't want to complain we want to try everything and let them know we like it and we don't want to get overwhelmed and seduced and and that's all a very very good point i think uh zach and thank you for that now heading your way kevin looking at that verse what's coming to your mind mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about in the context of abuse and, and what, you know, what PTSD is about. I'm thinking about how you can be um, bribed, you oh. know, with a good meal. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and, and that kind of even is a, 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 a microcosm of love bombing. So love bombing is where you want to manipulate someone, right. With, yeah. with, uh, Oh man, you know, this, you're great. You're great. Here's some food. Here's, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to win you over to my thing against what you would normally want, um, by giving you, you know, a great meal, you know, at, at Ruth's Chris or something. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm thinking about how, you know, King Saul was a, a narcissist of the, of the, you know, of a yeah. classic, Highest so order. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, um, at one point he invited David to come to a feast and, um, and it was, a um, you know, he was the King. So I'm sure it was a great, enjoyable time. Jonathan was there his best, David's best bud. 
David didn't come, and um, when he didn't accept the the food, you knew it was a, a loaded meal, a loaded uh, invitation because Saul went berserk. And, and, you know, where is he? You know, and then he really started throwing javelins again. And that's just, you know, I'm thinking of abuse and, and husbands and oh, yeah. and what these stories that, that just even the one I described to you, there was the, you know, the, the love bombing. And then the other side of it, there was the, the intimidation. Oh, yeah. You, with, yeah. You, you, you get the love bombing on high. And then all of a sudden yeah. you got to start judging them. Hey, but you know, you may be a superstar and be great and be wonderful, but that, you know, those people you hang around with are no good or, you know, these things that you do are no good. Or in this case of your story. Yeah. I mean, he wants to kill yeah. David. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's boy. That's narcissism one one right there. That's great information. And, 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 you know, I like it that Kevin's thinking about PTSD as we're going through this. Cause I got to tell you, we're ripe right now as an organization, uh, helping people. We're right out there in the middle of it, you know, and, uh, just in the last week, I've been in two rape shelters and abortion care shelter, not to mention all these poor souls who I've been working with on the phone and uh, mm. wonderful, godly people. I mean, people who make a difference. And now let's look at, uh, Proverbs 23 here in verse number two and said, and put a knife to thy throat. If thou be a man given to appetite and uh, boy, that's something that, uh, uh, right away, it kind of, boy, does that grab your attention or something like that? You know? And, and, uh, uh, if you're given there, if, uh, Man, and I think you hit it best here a minute ago, Kevin, when you said, man, we're talking about, uh, you know, we're trying to bribe somebody. And uh, if, you're a, if you're a man given to appetite, basically, if you're a man that's going to eat everything, if you're going to do these things, boy, you can, be, you can be used. You can be bought with that food. Exactly. That filet mignon. That spaghetti with a meatball on top, that spaghetti with a sausage from the fairgrounds in Zach Knight up there in uh, Fort Drum, New York, and Watertown, right off that exit over there by the Salmon Run Mall. Uh, brother, that food right there, we better be careful. And uh, I think, uh, so Zach, if you're thinking about this verse right here, do you got anything you want to add to that one? Yeah, the, the thing that pops out to me the most and i mean this could be a trigger for someone if say they've been in a situation where they actually had a knife to the throat but it's like um if you think about that like you need to control yourself like the person like you're holding like you don't want to talk or or do anything if you have that knife to your throat like um like, well, you don't want to talk too much. That's one of the things. Like, we get in that comfort zone. Like, I know, and I, like, if we're over, say, a Stephanie's eating, and we get in the conversations, I just, we just talk. We could talk all day, all night, to the next day. And at some point, you have to realize, hey, uh, I should probably stop talking and yeah, yeah and and do something. Or like, or like, I can see how a ruler that wants some information could use this because of the same thing. You start talking and then you forget that, Oh, I have this secret that I'm telling and he'll just let you keep talking and talking and talking and, yeah. and, and giving up all the information while you're eating filet mignon and, 
Yeah, it reminds, like me, it reminds me of Hogan's Heroes. You know, they would uh, yeah. they, they'd feed the commandant everything. But, you know, the truth is, uh, I don't want to go to, I, I'm not, I don't want to make light of this, but I want to tell you a couple things. We're really going to see it in this next verse. We don't have time to really cover that. But you can be taken in by someone's dainties or delicacies or great stuff if we're not careful. It's, you know, it's being sober and being vigilant, the Bible says, knowing that the devil is, uh, you know, he's walking back and forth and he's looking for us. He's like a roaring lion at times. I mean, he, he just wants to, and boy, the, you know, they used to say the devil wears a red dress. Well, I, I think the devil has red gravy on it too. And, uh, uh, and, 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 and let me tell you something, friends, I think the book of Proverbs is so alive in my mind with some of the things I'm going through today, uh, over and over again, I'm seeing the craziness of this world, as are these gentlemen. And, and uh, as you hear from uh, Zach and, and Brother Ke- and Kevin, and uh, thinking about that, Kevin, why don't you close this out, take a minute or so, and think about those verse and aggregate or put together as a whole and, uh, and how they organically hit us in the head there. Well, I was thinking, you know, a ruler is someone who is – um, he, he has, his rank, he has influence. He's got a c- career. He's got a lot to lose. And you're there, like you said, um, w- w- you know, t- t- to me, whenever we eat with someone who ha- has, you know, you just kind of think, might he have an ulterior motive here? Or does he really just like me R- get past the flattery? Does, does this ruler, he or she, you know, it might be a Jezebel style or, uh, you know, but does this person, are they really wanting information or are they here pretending? Is there a pretense? And then, you know, to, 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 to always check in the mind vigilantly and, and right. uh, you know, I'm an, I'm, I'm an enemy territory on earth. This is the devil's yeah. playground. And so who, who, you know, might this be a situation where I'm going to give away the farm, as Zach said, by talking too much. Is he trying to extract information? Am I going to agree to something? Am I going to sign something? Um, if this is a, an abusive husband, is he getting me to uh, just be quiet about his his his, his, his drugs, his illegal activities? Is it, Am I being used here? And uh, no one yeah. likes to be used. No, so uh, that's no. a warning for me, and it's a good warning. And I, and I think, folks, as we, you know, as we come to a close on this whole thing, uh, far too often people want to use us for what they can get out of us. And, and those people who use us this is what I found out in my life. And is uh, boy, they use us for you know whatever they need us for, and then they get rid of you. And, uh, and, and so I really appreciate what the gentleman had to say today is, listen, we need to be careful. We need to be prayed up. We need to, uh, have the power of God. We need to have the whole armor of God on and, 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 you know, and God forbid if, if, uh, there's still Christians out there drinking alcohol and getting drunk and stuff, man, what they can do to an individual who falls into that craziness man, it, it's just beyond what we believe in. And, yeah. and folks, real, real things are planes flying overhead. Real things are people trying to mess up your day. Real things are yeah. people trying to shut you. I've been bribed before, folks. I've Someone's tried mm-hmm. to bribe me. I haven't taken the bribe, but I've had people try and bribe me. Hey, folks, listen, we love you. We know we're right up against the time. Please listen to everything Brother Eric has to say. And make sure you come on out tomorrow. Invite someone else to be with us. We sure do love you. And if you think about it, say a prayer for Stephanie and I'm sure she'll be right back here with us next week. But may the Lord bless you. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.